Blue Shirts fans, welcome to the worst New York Rangers podcast, the podcast about the NHL's least favorite team, the New York Rangers. And let me just start by saying, what a game. What an incredible game. The Rangers came out. They said it was going to be hot. Reeves said it was going to be hot. They said they were going to bring it to Hurricanes, and man, they brought it. And I'm going to go into detail and break down this game in a minute, but I, I just wanted to start off by saying that the Rangers the Rangers really committed this time. I, I think that the boost from them winning the first game in New York mixed with all the bullshit that happened after Game 3 with Domi and Tony D'Angelo talking shit to Gallant, I think it really lit a fire in these guys, and the physicality was there. We controlled the narrative this game, and... The Canes had no chance. It was it was it was lights out in New York. Before we really break that game down, let's let's talk about the vibes going into Game Five in Carolina. I think I think a back to back win for the Rangers is monumental in their success going back to Carolina. Now we've seen it in the Pittsburgh series being down three one. It wasn't an easy series, but the Rangers had to fight back and say, you know what, we are that team, we are those motherfuckers, let's get this shit done, let's bring it to them, and I think it's going to be hard for the Hurricanes to control this game in their own town even. I think that, I think that the Rangers now realize like, oh shit, we're hockey players, let's turn it on, because if you all the games in this series, <clears throat> unlike the Pittsburgh series, these have been one two goal games. They've been fairly close for 45 minutes, 50 minutes. I mean, anyone could take those games. And even Gallant said after in the post-game interview, yeah, you know, anyone could have taken these games. Anyone could have won these games. And he's right about that. But this this time at the Garden, this night, it felt different. It didn't feel like the Canes even had a chance. It felt like the Rangers were just absolutely dominating and showing them like you want to disrespect us in our own home well okay this is what you get you woke up the beast I want to touch on a few things that uh, Jacob Truba said in the pregame media availability before the game started the narrative in the locker rooms for New York at least have been yeah we won a game you know it's not over Carolina's a good team they they could easily take it as well, so we can't go into this, you know, lighthearted. We have to play hard, which is one thing why I think the Rangers find so so much success. I think the reason why Pittsburgh last series and the Hurricanes are falling short now, besides the fact that we're in the Garden and that energy just lifts the Rangers up, I really think it comes down to the Rangers don't count any team out because they're always constantly being counted out. They're always being said that they can't do it that the, they're not able to do it, that the only reason they're there is Shesty, and in a lot of times it is because of Igor Shesterkin. <clears throat> That's neither here nor there. The fact is the Rangers never, never, ever, ever count out their opponent. Anyone could win. I mean, regular season they had that horrible game against New Jersey. They lit them up, and nothing against New Jersey. I know they got Hughes and he can score like nobody, but the narrative is that we don't, count out the team we're playing we respect the fact that they're all professional hockey players anybody could win any game but Jacob Truba said something that was interesting to me that I really liked was 
we knew that tensions were going to be high in this game because of the end of game three. But Truba said, we don't really, despite what happened at the end of the game, we aren't really going to let that affect how we're playing. And for most of the game, you can see that it didn't. But I think what they're trying to say is that, you know what? No matter what the Hurricanes do, no matter if they win or we win or whatever happens on the ice, we have to stick to playing what we do best and just playing their game. That's been the narrative all season. Play our game, do what we do best, and if we can't pull it out, you know that Shessie's going to be there to stop those stop those plays. That That's it. That's what we can do. That's all we know how to do. And I think that the mindset is right going into Carolina. Now I'm going to speak about a few things that I really, really, really liked about this game. Overall, I feel the Rangers controlled the first two periods. For sure, without a shadow of a doubt, the best two periods the Rangers have played the entire playoff series in both series. Period one was phenomenal. Period two was phenomenal. Period three had a little bit of the Rangers doing that. We have a lead, let's defend it. And though you hate... You hate to see that. You kind of want to see the Rangers just execute, follow through, have 60 minutes of incredible ice time and incredible gameplay. But I think the mentality was right. I think the getting out early, getting those goals early, and just showing that you know we're going to come out as hot as we can, doing what we can do, really put the Hurricanes in a position that said, you know, I mean, towards the end of the game, and a lot in the second period, you could see it too. Frustration was setting in. Carolina has a great goalie. That can't be denied. The dude's playing well. But the constant pressure and the fact that our defense is stepping up, there, hasn't, there wasn't a lot of time for the Hurricanes to make those plays. Now, there are a few highlight reel legendary Igor Shosturkin saves like that, oh man, I knew it, that's an Igor save, that's an Igor save for sure, but they didn't let the Canes generate those chances. Now, when the Rangers have played previous series and previous games, even against Hurricanes, there's been times where they just let them set up, and there was a good stint where they were playing in the Rangers zone, and you were like, holy shit, you you could just, that, that feeling in your gut, these guys are about to score. We have to clear this puck now. We can feel that score. And it didn't happen. And that's great. It's a great pick-me-up for the team. I, I think that overall, this game, Rangers really showed up and dominated. So out the gate, two incredible things happened in the first five minutes. So so there's a high-glove save that Igor Shosturkin makes. And this is literally classic Igor move sliding across the ice on his ass leg spread butterfly stops a stops a play that's going high glove catches it in his glove bounces out and directs it to his left right out of the net and it was just a insane Igor save classic Igor save one of the ones that you're just like wow like I know this guy can make these saves and he does it all the time, but you never get tired of seeing him do this. Like I will never ever ever get tired of Igor literally just playing out of his mind. And then on the flip, maybe 2 minutes later, Laffy is coming up on stall 
in their zone, does a does a little spinorama move, gets in front of him and breakaway, and tries to put one in the net. And um, I got to give credit here, um, Ronsa he stops this, but it was a it was a great play, and I think it was really just foreshadowing like how this game was going to go. So first goal of the game, scored by the Rangers. Now this we're on a power play. We're trying to stuff it in the net the best we can. And we get to our line now. It's Cop, Frankie, Fox. So we're set up in their zone. And a beautiful Z formation. Just awesome play. Fox across to Cop. Cop diagonal across the ice to the left side of the goalie. And Frankie just nails one in there. And you can feel you can feel how much we needed this. And not as much as we needed the first goal. But I think more so we needed Frankie to get this goal. And Cop's been insane. Cop has been great since we got him at the deadline. And Frankie has too. But I, it's really important, I think, in these games, not just for either the kid line to score or for Mika to turn on the magic and that first line scores, I think it's important for people like Frank Vetrano to be scoring in games like this that turn the trajectory of the game. Because now, and what we all know as Ranger fans, they're starting to feel, at least for the Carolinas team, anyone on any one of these lines that we have and we do these little change-ups, anyone on any line can score. You're not safe. It's not just wait for, you know, the Mika, Panarin, Kreider, number one line to score. Once they score, it's just, okay, hold the ice until they're rested to come back out. Don't get me wrong. That line is great. But now they have to be afraid. Okay, who's going to score? If we let them set up in our zone, they're probably going to score. If they get that two at the top, pass back and forth, Rangers... What they've always tried to do is those beautiful seven-pass, seven-assist goals. If we let them set up, they're going to score. But not just on their first line. It could be any line. Anybody can score. We have to be careful. And that's a great mentality to have the Canes be in, not knowing, oh, fuck, we're going to have to turn it up here because Frank Vetrano just scored on this line, and then Mika Zibanejad can score on this line, and then Philip Hedl, like you, the, it, it just puts them in a, the think tank the entire time they're on the ice, and I absolutely love it. So with five minutes left in period one, we're in the Kane zone, confusion, everyone's moving around, Kreider goes to pass the puck. He breaks his stick. The moment he breaks his stick, Kreider has to think quick. He, 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 needs, to, he needs to clear this puck. Because you can feel the pressure in that zone. Things start to get a little hectic. So the moment he breaks his stick, if you watch, Andrew Kopp is back towards the net, sees that Kreider breaks his stick, makes a beeline straight to the puck. Now, Kreider needs to clear the the puck away from him because he's surrounded by Hurricanes. He kicks the puck, kicks the puck to Copper. Copper gets the puck and passes it across to Lingrid, who makes an absolute one-skate flail shot that just blasts into the net, and it's it's 2-0. It's 2-0 in period one. Now, in the first two minutes of period two, 
there's a nice little long pass that almost is a breakaway. I think it was still a two-on-two, but the space was there for the Canes into our zone. So it gets passed across ice to Teravainen, I think, and he shoots it towards the net, and Igor makes an absolutely another legendary Igor Shosturkin save, slides across the ice, right pad out, little toe tap on the puck, and saves this. Again, another you-have-to-see-it-to-believe-it Igor save right out the gate. Hurricanes were not playing, and they really wanted to even the score or at least cut that deficit in half, and Igor Shosturkin said absolutely not. So another really good Rangers play with, I think, about three minutes left in period two. So instead of dumping the puck into the hurricane zone, which I'll admit the Rangers are notoriously bad at doing at times, instead of skating the puck in and creating that chance, we'll dump the puck in, won't get control, and they'll clear. This time it was a perfect Mika skates in the puck, is heading towards the net. He drops it back for Lingren. Lingren makes a great shot on goal, but Ronta stops it. But he doesn't have full control of the puck. He loses it, and it slips behind him. As Mika makes this pass back, he skates towards the net. When that puck goes underneath Ronta, Mika just plays it home. I mean, all he had to do was stick out his stick right behind him and just shovel it in. And it was another really great. So much was going on, and it happened so quick. You can't blame the goalie for the Canes for not for not stopping this. What I attribute it to is the Rangers just that high velocity. It literally only takes a second mentality to get this puck in the net. And they absolutely crushed it. And they're, they're leaving period two, 3-0. So we get two more goals this game in period three. So in the Rangers zone, a face-off. We win the face-off, but we cannot clear the puck. So, we're trying to get it out. Um, hits across the board. It goes Aho. He passes it, and they just literally top-shelf it, and there was just no way that Igor was going to stop this goal. It was a great goal. It's, it was the pad side, top-shelf. Hard, hard one to stop. I don't blame Igor for this one. Hurricanes played this beautifully. They didn't give up when they lost the faceoff, and that turnover allowed them to score a goal. And then you can feel after that, momentum starts to pick up, like, okay, we're only down two. And we've seen it with the Rangers even. Two goals is nothing. You can, you can come back from that. But a few minutes later, we break back into their zone, and Strom on the left side of the net makes a pass back, and Andrew Kopp is just right there. And literally, we got to stop calling this dude copper. We got to start calling this dude gold because he's been a part of almost every point we've got this game. And it it, it goes to show that these lineup changes, especially with the trade deadline guys, the four dudes we got, this, this is working. Mixing these guys together, making new lines, and, and having having some of our power players in different shifts that they normally would be in really shakes things up, but we have that execution power to finish these off and make these goals. So the Rangers close out the final few minutes of this game, basically just playing defense, but not before the final buzzer do you see Ryan Reeves back up to Domi, 
start swatting at him and say, hey, remember all that shit you were starting at the end of the last game? Well, I'm right here. What do you want to do about it? And kind of a skirmish starts, but nothing really comes from it. I just think it was Reeves making a point saying, listen, you're not going to come in our home and disrespect us and walk away. I'm glad that Reeves waited till the end. As much as I'd love to see Reeves fucking put the hurt on somebody, we're in playoff hockey. Playoff hockey means we have to be smarter than we were last game. We have to be better than we were last game. It's never about what we did before or what they did to us last game. It's about winning this game and moving forward. Had Reeves fought somewhere in the middle of these periods at any given time or did something to draw a penalty just because he's pissed off at these guys, it could have changed the trajectory of this game and we could have lost it. It, it, it takes a special kind of like will and determination to have your eyes on the prize and not start something just to get back at the other team. Now, you see earlier in the game, Truba puts a hit on Domi, and he as he's going through with his hit, Domi kind of loses his footing and gets hit, and it kind of makes contact with his head. I mean, it does make contact with his head. I, I can't lie. And flips him around into the boards. But someone from Carolina comes back and starts a fight. Now, Trouba fucking wins this fight, in my opinion. But that's neither here nor there. The fact is, he gets a retaliation penalty drawn for the Canes, which ends up leading the Rangers to a goal. And that shift in momentum, who knows what would have happened in this game if that didn't play out that way. So you have to be smarter because if you really want to put the hurt on them, if you really want to make them feel that pain and you want to show them like you can't come here and disrespect us, a win in our home hurts a hell of a lot more than a tussle and putting somebody in the boards or laying somebody out. They're going to recover from that. These are hockey players. They're not NBA players. They're going to get back up. If there's not any broken bones, they're going to be right back in the next lineup. But a win is going to reverberate in their minds and they're going to have doubt going home. They're going to not believe, okay, <laughs> we kind of woke up a sleeping giant here, so to speak. And the Rangers played this perfect, and I'm really glad at the way Ryan Reeves played this. I think it was the best possible scenario to get what we needed done and still show them, hey, we're here, don't fuck with us. And with that, it just ends with a 4-1 Rangers win at home. So now the series is tied 2-2, blank slate, and we take the fight back to them in Carolina. And I really think the difference in this and why I'm, I'm feeling so confident with this shift back to the Canes' home is the fact that the first two games could have been anybody's game. I think the Rangers showed in these two games at home that they were the superior team. And with the momentum of winning two, we've seen what the Rangers do on a win streak in these playoff series. They did it to, they did it to Pittsburgh, and I believe this momentum is going to go back to Canes at home, and I don't think that... I don't think the Canes are going to pull through with the win. And if the Rangers can win at Canes' home, there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that they're not going to bring it back to the Garden and finish it off. And why I'm so confident in this is, again, coming back to the Rangers not counting out the team they're playing, knowing that even though this win was monumental for them, it can still go either way. Because Gallant 
after the game even says, I believe that this game could have been 4-2. I believe that the Canes could have came out and scored more. We have respect for them because they're a good team. And I think having that mentality of knowing like, yes, you won a game, but it doesn't make you the better team. It just means you won that game because you did what you were supposed to do in that singular game. And I think that's the problem that the Rangers opponents the last two series have had is they'll come through and dominate on the Rangers and then count them out. I don't think we have that problem. I think that we know that the Canes can score and they can play a good game and they have a good goalie as well. But if we play our game and we play it better, that's how you win hockey games. Score goals, stop goals, eliminate chances, and never count the other team out because we've been getting counted out you know, all year. So we're not going to make that same mistake against our opponent. And that's really all I have for this episode. Um, if you want to catch up with me or leave me a comment, tell me something, um, you can go over to my Instagram page, which is worst N Y R podcast and, um, shoot me a message. Uh, tell me what you like, tell me what you don't like, tell me why the Rangers suck and, um, just connect with me there. If you want me to bring something up on the show or you just want to talk about how we love the Rangers. Um, I'm cool with that. And for, I'm going to do a new segment. I'm going to put this at the end of every episode. I'm going to call this um, the bozo of the day. So this is going to be a comment that I find either on Instagram or Facebook or Reddit or Twitter or something. Something that I think is really, really, really funny. Um, I think it's no... Um, I think it's no surprise to anyone that the officiating this entire playoffs season for every team has been pretty dog shit. But what I think is so funny is... The fact that <laughs> I, 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 I saw a comment on Instagram that said um, this game should be called uh, Canes versus Referees and that the bullshit play, quote unquote bullshit play with Truba should have not been a penalty. And I'm just thinking like it's so funny to me that you can go on Instagram and so obviously show that you're not an actual hockey fan and start speaking about things that you have no idea about just because your team is in the playoffs this year. It's, it's, it's so funny because I'm a Rangers fan and I've been a Rangers fan for my whole life. I've seen the Rangers fucking suck. I'm not making excuses for them. But the officiating has been horrible. But this was a good call. This hit from J- Jacob Truba was a good call. The only way that you can say that it wasn't a good call is because you're extremely biased about your team. And I'll admit, I'm the first motherfucker to say that I'm biased against the Rangers. I love the Rangers. Because to me, the Rangers mean more than just a hockey team. Rangers mean New York. New York means never quit. Whether it's their police officers, firefighters, EMTs, you're a fucking shawarmi worker and you're working on the corner making shawarmi sandwiches. Like, it's the no-quit mentality that has pride for your city and has pride for your sports teams and all the things that you guys do. That's why we love our team. Not just because that's where we're from, so we go on the internet to talk shit about other teams. I, I don't know where I'm going with this. I, all I'm saying is that I think it's hilarious that people go on, don't even know the rules, and start talking shit about a game that they claim to be fans of, but just basically call themselves out. Like, dude, learn the rules, bro. But all that being said, never forget, it ain't over till it's over. No quit. Praise be to Kako, and let's go Rangers.